Are you ready? Hey, you think you could tell us what to do? You think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Welcome to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, and thank you, the listener, for listening to this podcast. I'm sitting here with Chris Romero. It has been a while since we recorded, and we're going to take you through what we like to do called the buffet line. The buffet line has three sections. It has the salad bar, which are some fresh takes and quick hits, you could say, quick croutons, as I like to call them. On some subjects, we have the hot plate where we dive into something deep and then a little dessert too where we talk about something wrestling related but not necessarily you know, match related, um, a little bit more off the cuff. So Chris, how are you doing, man? It's been a while since we talked. Work's been busy, right? It's, it's been a while. Um, work has uh, had both of us pretty crazy. We've, mm-hmm. uh, we just exchanged a few texts. I don't know how you lived without a phone for about a week or so. Yeah, this this Saturday will have been a week. I just got a new phone um, thanks to uh, my girlfriend and her mother who for, for helping me out. But this past Saturday, I broke my phone. So what happened? To, like, I don't know. Oh, I just, man. I just got the email saying, I broke my phone. <laughs> phone. Email me if you want to reach me. I was white boy <laughs> wasted. I, just, I shouldn't day drink anymore. I just don't have... I never had self-control, and then I thought I had I had gained some and some sort of responsibility by the age of 27, and I don't have... I still don't. I, I don't know. I, thought, I don't know. I thought the trick was the the yay boys, yeah boys, or what? Was yeah, it? it was. I was drinking yeah boys, and then I think I saw some like IPA on tap or something like that. Okay, and it got me. And back and forth, it was just it was too it was uh too much too quick. It was a like drink deals are always put me in the mindset of mm-hmm. get your money's worth, right? So drink a lot. Uh huh. No, and, I can't um, worry on that. And then by the, t- by the end of the day, we're like leaving Schoolyard on Southport um, in Lincoln Park. And I don't even know where we were. I browned out at this point, but I remember dropping my f- phone. It was just a normal drop, fell flat on its back. I have a case on it. It's an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And you saw the condition it's in. It's yeah. sitting right here on the table. <laughs> um, I could use it to voice dial. And then that stopped working. Because I shut off my phone. To, I shut off my phone. I think I don't know why I did. Turned or it back ran on. Out of battery. Oh no! You actually turned it off. On purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I turned it off on purpose. Uh, oh, you know why I turned it off on purpose? Because it was malfunctioning so bad that it was opening up apps randomly when I would try uh, to press buttons, mm-hmm. and it opened up a directions app. Mm-hmm. And every like hour or so, it would just be like rerouting. Like turn right on, so it was as I was like walking it around. Was it was you back into the beer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was directing me. It's true. Um, so I turned. Uh, so I brought it into work, my place of work. Turned it off because then I would have been disrupting the whole office with that that yeah. directions app. Then when I tried to turn it back on, 
the phone gave me a message that said like voice dials or like your fingerprint can't to log in can't be used when you turn your phone back on the first time. You have to use the key code. Yeah. The screen didn't work, so I, it was it became useless. So yes, I was emailing. I was using Facebook Messenger. I was telling people like meet me here at a certain point of time. Uh -huh. And I had my old iPhone. I'm carrying an iPhone 5C right now. Okay. But it doesn't have service, cell phone service. Oh, okay. So I was only using that when I could get Wi-Fi to email. So it's been days of that, multiple days, work days. I've had to coordinate with family members, and it's been awful. And yourself. We just sent a lot of emails back and forth this <laughs> right, week. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, while well, you were doing all that kind of fun stuff, I was being a family man. My mm -hmm. daughter turned two, had a birthday party. Uh, Congrats. A bunch of people at the house. And surprisingly, there's still a lot of Modelos left. So if you want to come over. I don't believe that for one second. The, there's, there's still a cooler full of beer. Like everybody, you know, had, you know, there was beer. There were, there were juices for the kids. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a, there's plenty of Modelos left. Mm. Um, my phone is intact. Nothing happened over the weekend. Nice. Um, <laughs> You're more responsible than I. But um, but yeah, other than that, work's been busy. I've been trying to catch up on on, on wrestling itself, and like, yeah. I tried you know watching some highlights, trying to catch up. Um, and I mean, I think I need more more wrestling in my life, and we haven't recorded in a while, so it's mm -hmm. it, it feels good. Yeah, and I was thinking about not recording today, but thank 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 you for still pushing me to do so because. I have been on the catch-up as well, the slowest catch-up possible. I haven't watched any G1, which is just, like, sad, very sad. I've been really wanting to watch that because I've been hearing that it's really, really good. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the G's, G1 specials. And I don't even think I watched the second half of Great Balls of Fire. I didn't watch any of Battleground. Really? Like, I'm on the slowest catch-up. Like, I'm way – this is the farthest I've ever been behind – and the wrestling yeah. fan, I feel like, is always on the catch-up because there's so much out there. There's a lot, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm far. I'm far back. Yeah, I know. When, like, for the, the pay-per-views, the main event, not main events, the pay-per-views or what do they call them now? Special, special shows? Special features. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Something I work on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I try to catch those. And uh, usually I'll probably start them late if it's a Sunday night. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, I'm even behind on Lucha. Like I'm like three weeks behind, probably. Like that's a, that's weeks. very unlike you. Yeah, I'm I'm to the point where it's like I think I'm just gonna go and and buy the uh, iTunes uh, season, yeah. so I can catch up and because um, even even the the Fubo app that that I have, like I I I've been so busy I haven't even because you have to go in and DVR it on a weekly basis. It's not like you can say DVR this show ongoing. Ah uh, so yes, that might slip my mind, and I'm like right, you know, so. You think you think two guys who have a wrestling podcast would watch a little bit more wrestling, but yeah, even life, even, yeah, man. life has gotten <laughs> a lot of me, and we're gonna be better about that though. And we still got a lot to talk we about. We have a lot of a, a lot of wrestling coming up that we, we have we're so going much wrestling. We're going to so there's unless you're unless we physically don't go, there's no way we can miss it. Right. right? I mean, tickets are purchased, so yeah, tickets are bought, <laughs> uh, plans are made. You know, it's in the calendar. Um, and it's after work too. So, yeah. So, all right. So let's start off. Uh, so we're going down the buffet line, but before we do so, mm -hmm. and something we haven't done in a while is, uh, mentioning our two heels in a face. Yes. The um, name of this podcast, correct? That is correct. <laughs> um, do you want to start? Sure. Sure. 
Um, so for those of you who are new to listening, a segment we like to do is just we just name off two heels and a face that we have enjoyed or have caught our eye recently. And these could be old or new wrestlers, anyone really. Um, someone who's just doing some real good heel or face work. I actually have two faces and a heel. Remix. Oh, you, yeah, you flipped it. Outside. Flipped the script. Um, the two faces are Brizongo. Okay. Yeah. Um, they've been on a tear. A tear of hilarity, if you will. Uh-huh. And it's really good for them to find a spot and something to do on a weekly basis. And it's the, you know, the unconventional route, right? They mm-hmm. Fandango's always been on the funnier side. Um, but Breeze was... Breeze wasn't so... Breeze was like, I'm going to be really annoying kind of feel and you're going to hate me because I'm full, so full of myself. Completely went face now. And it's just hilarious. He's always been funny when he shows up on up, 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 up down, right. down. I mean, it took him a while to get there. Like, yeah. It was all like, because um, I really enjoyed him. Uh, I don't know if you had had a chance to watch him while he was in NXT. Yeah, I did. I did watch some. Like, he was really good. Like, he was really promising. I was always like a bit scared of what, what would happen to him once he came up to the main roster. And sure enough, things didn't seem that well for him for a while. Yeah. Seemed like he was put on the shelf, but now with the whole breeze angle and the um, the files, what are they called? The fashion files. The fashion files. Yeah, um, that gave it a whole uh, fresh take. No mm. pun intended. Yeah, we're about to go do the fresh takes. That's true. <laughs> I think we're. I think they're going to put him in a feud with Harper and Rowan because they've been on like this mystery hunt of like who's wrecking their mm-hmm. their shop and who's doing all like all this stuff to mess with them. Arn Anderson was in the last segment, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, and they mentioned Tully the horse and the reference uh-huh. to Tully, Tully Blanchard. So it was funny that they brought Arn in, who's just like a good Southern boy and has that that accent, the enforcer. And I, I'm just really glad that they, yeah, I'm just really glad. Like I said, they found something to do, and they're being used. Like as sometimes as a wrestler in WWE, you just got to be happy that you have something to do every week. Mm-hmm. So and I think they deserve that spot and they've earned it and it's really funny and their and their board, their cork board, always has like references to very nostalgic references to like older wrestlers and things like that. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like my two it, faces. Right, th- those are your two faces. And those who's are your heel then. My heel is Baron Corbin. Why? Because I listened to him on a Jericho podcast recently. Uh-huh. And to his credit, I think he's pretty self-aware, but he's a he's a douchebag in some cases. He he admitted the times that he was a douchebag, or we've all been there. I mean, not all of us can make the right choice at any time, but um, he's talked about times where he was just arrogant and cocky and full of himself and a douchebag, and uh, you know wanted to get up, get called up to the main roster, and thought he deserved it sooner than he might have. So. It was a little bit endearing, but it was also is this the podcast where he's uh, they they talk about um, him being Jericho's neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About, have you listened to this one? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. To that one. Um, but I think that I think that the heel you see on TV can be. I'm not saying he's a bad dude, but it can be him at sometimes. You know, so like there was moments in that podcast where I was like, dude, this guy's kind of a this guy's kind of a douche. He's a heel. Well, I think that's that's also what works in his favor too, right? Yeah, that's true. Like. Mm-hmm. For um for his character or whatnot, like he's not portraying somebody he's not, so he, he you know yeah he's kind of douchey or whatnot, but it works for right. It was good that he admitted it, um, but yeah, his character is 
him transforming back into that arrogant wrestler who maybe feel overdeserved in some sense. So that's who his character is. So I've seen I've seen him now with the curtain down, and then when the curtain goes up, that's where he gets that kind of motivation from. He probably taps into those times where he was told he was actually told by Vince McMahon that you're not as good as you think you are, which Vince McMahon has told us a lot of people, I guess, including Jericho. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd say that the heel persona fits him well, and he'll probably cash in at money at SummerSlam and on Nakamura. We'll, and we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So for me, uh, the first. So I do have two heels in the face. Um, and do you know? And the heel that I have is uh, Stevie Fierce. Okay. Stevie Fierce. Uh, we've talked about him a lot recently. Current freelance world champion freelance wrestling right mm-hmm. uh you know we talked about stevie fierce and and how we quickly became a have been a fan of him uh since we saw him at freelance um he's going against gpa on august 18th blood feud blood feud um, we'll be there so yeah we'll be there i'll let you boys and i just uh his work and the whole uh gimmick with the mirror yep um i mean you tell us charlie i mean he he told you. He came at me. Yeah, he came at you. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'm glad he listened to our podcast. I thought that was really cool. Uh, we're living in the aesthetic era, ladies and gentlemen. And the word aesthetic, I tweeted I tweeted out the definition earlier. Let's look that up. Yeah, you did. I'm going to type into my computer for a second and just talk to Phil Time. Okay. Aesthetic concerned with beauty or the appreciation of beauty. So he's very concerned with his own beauty. Uh, but yes, I might have mentioned. Um, I, b- I believe we were talking about him, like being ma- you said making that he it. Needed to bulk up a little bit. So right? so let's 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 uh, clarify. Yes, I did <laughs> say that. Uh, but yeah, he came at me on Twitter about his body, <laughs> uh, which I th- I felt uh, I was just happy that he listened, and I have no hard feelings towards him at all, and actually want to just talk to him too when we go to the blood feud if I can. <laughs> all right. But I think I mean first of all, let's let's clarify. I am not in great shape, but he looks. I mean, he's got a good body for wrestling. He's got. He's he's yeah. ripped. I'm thinking that like if he's gonna make it, if he's ever gonna make it to NXT, this is an assumption. Like, just I think he just like needs to like fill out a little bit more. If that makes sense, like his body is obviously great right now, and he's in wrestling shape. Yeah, his biceps are are large and in charge. But I'm thinking like I'm thinking that if if I were to put him in an NXT ring. It would make sense for him to like just gain a little bit of mass to be in that NXT ring, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think you're digging yourself a deeper hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, what I, I and that's like if I picture Stevie Fierce in, a, in that ring, he looks like Stevie Fierce. He is Steve, he acts like Stevie Fierce, but like below his shoulders to his waistline is just a little wider. You could say like a little bit more mass, not like fat, but mass. Like I think his guns are fine. If you know, if I can just look at a man's body and talk <laughs> about it, which I'm doing right now, great. Um, I don't know. That's just a thought. Like you know, a little like five to ten bulk gain in the waist, and you got yourself a guy who can make it all the way. I think he can make it all the way. Personality, like in ring work, personality wise, mm-hmm. that's just me. Like there's a few guys on that roster that could, like him, Velasquez. You could say GPA. Right. You know, so that's just an opinion. I'm, yeah. I I like Stevie. What's uh, up, Stevie? I, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll let you guys handle that at blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
my other heel is uh, Callahan. I mean, I that's another guy that it's constantly uh, being named on our two heels in a face. Yeah. Um, He's just consistently awesome. Segment, yeah. Um, I watched. Uh, obviously, I, th- I wasn't able to make it out to um, the LaSalle show where it was. Uh, it was some sort of tag match. I didn't expect you would be. You sound. You sound. You you sound. You said that like you were disappointed in yourself that you didn't make well, it out to LaSalle. Well, let, let's go to see to see the baddest bitch in all the land. Yeah, Eva Lee. That's where I was going exactly. Uh-huh. Like the tournament kicked off at LaSalle, the women's tournament. Yeah, great idea. Um, by the way, congrats or. Great idea, AEW. That, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a great idea. They they they're bringing the women. Um, most of this uh, tournament is going to be played out at LaSalle, but we'll we'll talk about that shortly. Um, but I saw the the promos and um, the quick package uh, intro to um, that LaSalle show that they tweeted out or Facebooked out, something like that. Like the teaser for the DVD. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, the teaser yeah, yeah. For the DVD. That's what I saw and. It really set up the, again, Sammy's like, I took your mask once, twice, three times, and now I'm going to pretty much make you my bitch at um, August. Wait, he's taking his mask three times? Maybe at other promotions? Um, or Right, like after like he does the run-ins or after the matches, he like strips the mask out of Phoenix or something like that. I th- I've only seen it once at AEW, but maybe it's um, happened more than I re- once. I remember seeing at, um, you mean Bourbon? Street? I know. I think it's saw it once at Berwyn Eagles Club. At Berwyn? Yeah. 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 I remember seeing it probably twice at Berwyn. Okay. So maybe so it has happened all of these times yeah. at AEW, which would make sense. Um. So that's that's setting up that feud, and they're doing a mask versus title match. Yeah. Uh, makes me think that uh, Phoenix is walking away with the title. I think so too. Um, it's, it's yeah. Callahan has had a good run, and there's still more more for him to do there. So. Title, no title, he is a top heel. Yeah, I agree. Um, now, face, I have uh, good old Mick Foley. Uh, did you get a chance to see uh, Mick Foley uh, taking a dick flip from Joey Ryan? I did. It was glorious. Um, so it w- there was a lot of, uh, like, I saw some, like, negatives and positives on that. Um, I put put him down as a baby face just because I just got excited to see the fact that Foley took a bump. Like it's it was a little scary <laughs> also, right? Because it was like, oh, what's gonna happen? Somebody's gonna interfere or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he he took that bump and it was like, oh shit! I hope he gets up okay. Um, because he just had that hip. Well, not just, but a couple months ago he had a hip replacement. Right, right. So he, I guess, he was testing it, testing out the waters. Man, that guy goes hard. Like even <laughs> when he's not working for WWE, he's making rounds on the indies. Like he doesn't uh-huh. take a day off. So do do you know how that works? Like are these contracts that he, the, the contract that he has with WWE like does that is still like how did that work out? Like cuz as far as I know, like if you have a contract with WWE, you can't go anywhere else. Um does it does it is is he on one of those legends contracts or do you know of those? Yeah, oh that's true. It could be a legend contract. Booker T. Him. Booker T can go to other places. He's right. got that worked in. Did you see he showed up at the what's it? Have you been noticing those ads on Facebook for like the Windy, Windy City Thunderbolts? Yeah. They're so doing wrestling stuff right too. Right down on uh Crestwood, so that's not far from me. Yeah. Um and so they'll do a the, it's a minor leagues baseball or something. I guess. And yeah. then afterwards, um, they have like a partnership with Blitz. I think. I think so. And then Blitz brings o- brings over like a one hour show right after the baseball. I think game. Al Snow recently wrestled there. Al Snow was there, yeah. And uh, Booker and T has been there. Before that was Booker T. Yeah. Um, I know Cody Rhodes was there. 
Really? Yeah, he was there while AEW had a show um, in the Berwyn Eagles Club. Okay. So that same day, or else I would have been over there too. Because <laughs> <I'm not laughs> like, I could just, you know, bike it over there or whatnot. But um, yeah, but yeah, they they've been doing that. Like I don't know if it's just Blitz or Blitz is partnering with another promotion. Okay. And and they bring over um, certain wrestlers uh, to 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 do a one hour show. Yeah. So. I like it. I like I like the idea of it. Yep. Watching a wrestling match on a baseball field, which I haven't done. I know that some promotions mm-hmm. have done that before, but yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so want to take us into down the buffet line? All right, fresh takes or the salad bar, you could say. What do we want? What do we want to call this? Are we calling it fresh takes now? What are we calling this uh, guy? It, this is the salad bar. Yeah, yeah. the salad bar. There's, mm-hmm. you know, what do we got? Just get some green pepper. I, I eat green peppers in my salad. What about you? Do you? Um, salad consists of anything green. Anything green. Anything green. Not if I'm adventurous, a little bit of onion. And then. That's very adventurous. The red onion or no? Uh, yeah, red onion. Yeah, red mm-hmm. onion. Okay. I guess that's normal. And some, uh, maybe if I feel like I'm going to get some French fries later, I'll have some ranch because I love to dip my French fries in Sa- ranch. A salad and French fries. <laughs> so, That's but fantastic. if not, then I'll just go with some, um, you know, oily vinegar. Yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it healthy. Okay. So first off, real, real quick hitters. We're going to come in at you fast, almost like a rapid fire round. Maybe, maybe cool. not. Um, um, we don't have to do that. But... Bullet Club Chicago flag T-shirt. I saw it. I want it. Is it going to be a hot topic? It is not going to be a hot topic. They should what put I, it a hot what topic. I saw was because also Pro Wrestling Tees is opening up their own T-shirt shop, like next actual. Oh, a new shirt. one, right? Uh, well, Pro Wrestling Tees, like you can go and pick up your T-shirts here in Chicago. But it's at one hour tees. It's a one hour tees. Okay, that makes sense. Um, they're actually putting their own brick and mortar store where you can go and buy Pro Wrestling T-shirts. Uh, which is going to be dope, and it's going to visit. Like, yeah, like good thing I don't live in the north side. <laughs> um, but um, well, but yeah, I'll definitely want to go check that out, and it's going to be an exclusive for when they open up the store. Oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Sweet, that's too sweet, actually. Not just right. sweet, too sweet. Um, and then the thing that followed up with that uh, Chicago flag T-shirt, they tagged Punk, and I like, saw hey, that. Hey, <laughs> he hey. said, "Hey, check this out." Yeah. What if he's there when it opens? Um, Colt's got to be there, right? Colt's gonna be there, I'm sure. Grand opening. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Punk will be there. I mean, I don't know what the relationship is with with them at this point. You know, like oh, last yeah. I heard, it was a bit shaky, but you know, who knows? It's who knows. It could be all business, or they are the greatest friends, and we just don't yeah. know. You know, they should do that. They should like localize their Bullet Club shirts more often. I mean, no flag is as famous as or is used often as a Chicago mm-hmm. flag. But that'd be cool if they made like an LA one. I don't know what LA would use, like, it's, it's, and then like a Hollywood sign on the. Well, yeah. I don't know. They should, maybe not. But I mean, there's plenty of localized T-shirts out there already. There's so many. Um, there's like 800 variations. <laughs> it's like you go to like the, the uh, top sellers, and there's like two pages of Bullet Club T-shirts. Yeah, the Villain Club is actually like that one's pretty. That one's a high good. top seller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that I'm going to get that shirt. I don't own a bullet club t-shirt. I have tons of wrestling t-shirts and I, to be honest, I haven't in, in my time as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. I've, I mean, since like 2014, when I got back into it, I've watched mostly WWE. I haven't watched a ton of bullet club stuff, is what okay. I'm saying. but I'm getting that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on board. I watch, I've watched a lot of being the elite, so yeah. count it. 
like even though we have uh, pro wrestling TC in Chicago, I still made. Uh, I I found myself at a mall with a hot topic, so I walked. I know, I <laughs> know you won, and uh, and I got myself a Bullet Club T-shirt. Just for the, like, I would just do it just to like support the idea right. of it. Because um, and I don't it's know if great. I mentioned this before, or we just talked about it. Um, but they one of the things that I heard, I can't remember what podcast it was, or or some interview where they said it like Bullet Club T-shirts were selling really good. They were going to introduce the the umbrellas, and then if all their their merch sold really well, they were going to release the the Funko Pop versions of of the Bullet Club. Oh yeah, you did tell mm-hmm. me about that. So. I'm excited about that. Well, it's doing really well. So let's see those pop. Let's see those Funko Pops. All right, moving All right. on. We've talked enough about <laughs> that. All right. So the other fresh take I just wanted to bring up is, and we mentioned Blitz a little bit ago, but um, they're having a, a their their annual show, their big annual show, which is WrestleFest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their WrestleMania. It's their WrestleMania. And they're going to bring, like, we talked about this too briefly, um, a bunch of Lucha Underground guys. And what surprised me the most is not, like, because a lot of, you know, there's other promotions that bring uh, Lucha Underground guys, but they won't bring them with the Lucha Underground character. Um, right? So they'll, they'll bring them with, with a different one, whatever, whatever other name they're using in the Indies. They'll change their name for um, the Indies, is what right. you're saying. So, okay. Right. Because this, so this one is bringing Johnny Mundo, Mil Muertes, Taya. Um, Luchasaurus, Marty the Moth, Son of Havoc. I've never seen Son of Havoc outside of Lucha Underground. I could be wrong, but I've always seen him as, um, what's his name, Matt? Matt Cross. Matt Cross, right. Uh, Angelico, Jack Evans, Paul London. Uh, the, the, the funny one is uh, Dragon Azteca, he's coming in as Ray Oris. Yes. So, um, and there's, there's more than just Daga. The, yeah, there's Daga, that's right. Um, not Lucha Underground, but Kikutero. He's he was doing the rounds early, like probably last year after the Funny Equals Money, uh, Road Diaries with Cole Cabana. Okay. Um, and I think he's stationed in L.A. somewhere at this point. Okay. Uh, so it's cool to see him back because I first saw him uh, live at the at a freelance show. I was there. We were yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loretto Kid, who we've seen at AEW before, he's there. Garza will be there. Uh, and Gail Kim, which we saw at, nice. um, at the JR special. Yep. Uh, so I don't know if everyone's going to wrestle or they're just going to be there for... You yeah, know, that's a lot of people. Photo ops. Because I, I, based on my experience at Blitz, like they also have local guys that, that need to wrestle. So They do have a lot of local... Like We just named... We named so many wrestlers and none of their local guys are on that. Right. Like their local guys are holding their championship belt, so that's at least three matches there. Like an undercard, a heavyweight, mm-hmm. and a tag titles match, right? Right. Um, so I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna go check it out. Um, I still, I might end up going by myself, bro. Like, it's are you a, mad? Uh, no, uh, it's it's fine. But you know, I, I see you have other things to do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I I might go. I got might go see. I might go uh, support a friend's show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just sounds a lot more appetizing. Or I have Tally Hall in my backyard, right? Because you you're right down the street from that, mm-hmm. or, and then you have your 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 friend's band, rock yeah. concert. Yeah. He's in a you could say a show. I mm-hmm. think is the word that the kids use nowadays. Okay, um, <laughs> but I don't actually enjoy. Well, I won't say that. It's it's uh I don't know what kind of rock it is. People would call it screamo music. Okay, 
I don't actually. I actually. I think he's actually really good. I don't necessarily enjoy that music, but I would go to support him. Cool, cool. And then also like Tally Hall, like there's some there's a. So some what's going free, on at Tally Hall? It's like a mix. It's like a mix of uh, there's like bands playing, local bands playing, mm-hmm. and then I think like I think uh, Matt Nix, Stevie Fierce, maybe even GPA. I don't know. I think some freelance guys are wrestling too, but I think it's going to be. I don't know if it's like a switch back and forth or there, but they're happening at the same venue. It's not okay. like a full wrestling show. It's just like some matches mixed in, well, kind of well, like what the cool. what the Windy City Thunderbolts would do. Yeah, except substitute baseball with music. Cool. I think. Um, yeah, and I mean that's that's closer to you and. Um, I know it just it those two sound more appetizing than going to then drive. Even though you would probably pick me up because mm-hmm. I don't have a car, <laughs> uh, and you do you're, you drive me everywhere. Thank you. Um, it sounds more appetizing than driving out to Joliet. Yeah, you know, to, I, I'm yeah. going to be completely honest. Like I, um, I, because we talked about this probably last, you know, year early on into the just the, the two heels and a face podcast. Is like when I go out to Pro Wrestling Blitz, I know I'm going to see, you know, names that we see on TV, and if I want to get a picture with them or just talk to them or something, yeah, like, I'm going to have to pay a price, right? So I'm not thrilled about that, right? Like I've seen these guys somewhere else, but. Um, this will be the fourth one in a row that I go to, so it's like okay. okay, I'll just keep the you know the annual shows going. Yeah, um, I'll check it out. I'm gonna get a GA and and, and see what happens. Um, okay, you can I'm report gonna, back. We'll yeah. we'll divide and conquer. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get um, my friend Alan to go. Uh, he's uh, yeah from um, our wrestling fantasy league. Well, you got to take notes, man. So, you got to uh, take notes and remember who who wrestles. T- <laughs> <laughs> so did I, okay, did I tell you about the time last year? I went with Alan. And um, I got like beer from Sandman while he was doing his entrance, and he dropped the the can, and he was like, he was telling me to pick it up. Uh-huh. I picked it up. He just wanted me to pick it up and not be left on the ground as he was making his entrance. So I picked it up, whatever. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, if anything, I'll go have him sign the fucking can or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And keep it. Did just, you drink it? Uh, it was empty at this point. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Then I tell Alan, I'm like, hey, bro, because he wasn't there during his entrance. He was in the washroom. So he comes back from the washroom. Okay. I give him the can. And I'm like, hey, hold this. I'm going to use the washroom. Now, nobody in there is, has cans because they serve you beer in a cup, right? Figure that would be a, a telling sign of, like, take care of this. <laughs> Sandman's in the ring, clearly. You know, you yeah. put two and two together. I come back. He threw that shit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, bro, what happened with the cat? And this is like, you know, maybe two matches in. I remember like, oh, I had given him the can. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what happened to the can? Oh, I already threw it out. I was like, dude, that was Sandman's can. Like, you know. Like, oh, man. Wh- whatever. Um, he was yeah. just being a helpful guy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm going to go check it out, see what happens. I'll report back. Um, and, you know, hopefully I'll, it'll, it'll just be a good show, although I don't know how matches are going to work out. So, yeah. we'll see. It would be interesting. They haven't announced any cards, right? Like, uh, who's wrestling who? I haven't seen who. any. Have uh, they? No. Yeah. And I think so. that's, that could be a smart marketing trick on their end, because maybe not everybody's going to wrestle. And if they release the card, they'll be like, oh, well, they're not wrestling. Uh, it could be smart. I so. guess if the card's, if the card's underwhelming. Compared to that poster, mm-hmm. it, would, it would be smart. Right, because the poster is overwhelming, too. Right? The poster is <laughs> overwhelming. I remember when it first came out, I tagged you, and I was like, mm-hmm. bro, one-third of the Lucha roster is at this show. Yeah. Like, we literally one-third. Um, and speaking of smart marketing plays, before we move on, mm-hmm. I kind of like what AEW is doing about having the women's matches in LaSalle. Although the, although the tournament's going to stretch out over months, 
having yeah. ha- having the having the women's tournament in LaSalle because they're trying to get people to go there from Chicago. They're, they're probably going to get me to go. And I guarantee <laughs> I guarantee that the final is in Chicago because then all the people who have watched these matches in LaSalle are going to come in for it. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to be at, but I definitely want to go check some shows out at LaSalle now. Like it's made me think like okay. It's well, it makes you think twice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um or maybe they just might have the final there, but it'd be you know if you if you're in LaSalle and you watched four rounds of like some or like three rounds of the same person and then they're in the final, you might want to be yeah. like oh, I kind of want to go see that in Chicago. So I don't know. That's just cool. a, th- a thought. Uh, we have one more thing, one more crouton, if you will. Do you see it on the agenda? I do. I, I'm going to let you introduce it. Um, so DX is turning almost 21. DX is turning 20. DX is turning 20. And it really made me think, when I saw those uh, uh, videos and, and, and tweets out from WWE today, I was like, damn, like 20 years ago? Really? Like, it makes me feel old. Yeah. Like, even though, like, I, I don't know how old I was 20 years ago. Well, that's pretty easy to... <laughs> that's never pretty mind. Scrap that one. We're like, going to cut... Should we cut that out? <laughs> uh, I was seven. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like... 20 years ago of DX and um, and it's so I don't know if you've noticed also WWE releasing like retro shirts now um, they've been doing it for a while like old Stone Cold shirts old Rock shirts no I didn't um, so they, they've been releasing some of those mm-hmm. um, and and I've noticed that they released the DX one but I didn't know it was so close to their anniversary and I was like why didn't they just hold off until you know until now and just be, do a big push but, yeah 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 that would have um, been cool but yeah, like you know, and I don't know if you saw the video. There was a video of um, like a bunch of wrestlers doing DX poses and kind of singing along the the DJ. Oh no, music. I gotta check that out though. Yeah, yeah. Well, your boys uh, Breezangles are in there. Nice. Uh, it's uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. It's uh, Bi- uh, the I was gonna say Biggie, but it's the whole uh, New Day. Bailey's doing a like a suck it pose. Uh, That's very unlike Bailey. <laughs> Um, no, she's holding up the X. Like a sign? Yeah, well, the X, you know, like... Oh, she's holding up the above yeah. her head. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. And Sasha, I think, is doing it to suck it. Yeah, that's oh. more like her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, we could say the same thing for Xavier Woods, but he wasn't doing this. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing the, the trumpet. It so. was Paige in that video? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, anyway. That was a tasteless joke. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it well go ahead i was gonna say um if you're not down with that last segment we got two words for you hot plate hot plate <laughs> all right i've been planning that one since the beginning see mm-hmm. i thought you were thinking it on the go bro yeah thinking on the go um all right so what's in your hot plate um uh, man i just really dude i'm so i think that i'm like completely shifting my viewer my viewer tendencies to like all new japan stuff even though like i just said i haven't watched Mm g1 but i've been watching like i'm trying to get through that second night this is old i know it's july or it's august um but trying to get through that second night Mm -hmm. of the g1 special the one that happened in long beach and it's just and i I find myself like wanting to watch that and not really wanting to watch wwe it's like I'm almost transforming into like another. It's a, maybe it's just a phase I'm going through, and it's not a bad thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, if I if you were to give me one to watch right now, I would watch New Japan. Yeah, and I, yeah, one I, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't blame you for that. I mean, 
one thing I didn't tell you, and I, it's because uh, we also didn't get a chance to recap last AEW show. Um, you know, I was there. Um, Carla was there with me. We tried doing a recap, but we've been so busy. Like, yeah. It, it was How is Carla on as a guest? I, <laughs> I think the fans have been clamoring for yeah. a Carla special guest appearance. Um, and, you know, since we, we, we tried to do a recap on that show, but it was so late into the week. Like, we, we have forgotten about some of the things that happened. Like, we're trying to catch up on some highlights. Yep. And it's like, look, like, she'll be at both nights of the tournament. The, the gym lineman, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think you're missing on one night. Right? I'm missing the second night. I'm going to be there the first. The I'm going to okay, be cool. in Baltimore watching the Bears. Hopefully, okay. Beat the Ravens. <laughs> um, we'll see about that. But yeah, that flight's already paid for. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, so you're flying over there. And that's nice. Yep. Um, so yeah, I told Carl, I'm like, you know, just you know, let's let's try to to recap that one. She'll probably join us on on, on cool. night two or or so part of of that pod. So yeah. Um, but so I was at the last AEW show. I caught up with our our buddies Marty and Sarah. Oh, cool! And, and they hooked. The I got I got up. my buddy card in my in my wallet. I right have now. mine too. Nice official buddies here. Yep. Um, so they hooked me up with a uh, Okada buck. Oh snap! Yeah, I was like, um, because I think I bought all of their pins like throughout the the months or whatnot that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I bought their pins and, you know, we're chit-chatting for a while and I'm like, oh, any new merch or whatever. Um, he's like, he's like, no, I think you have all the pins. Um, so you cleaned us out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, but we have something for you. And they gave me an Okada bug. So nice. I'm jealous. Super jelly of that. Yeah. Super right jelly. You mentioned the, the G1. I remembered. I'm like, oh, that's right. I got an Okada bug. Can I see it? Is it uh, in the collection? Is it in the, uh, in the, it, in the collection which you haven't shown the world yet and you keep, you're hiding I'm, for yourself? I'm running out of space. I need to figure it out. That room is going to be filled. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Funko Pops are taking a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to figure something out. It's like out. a big game of Tetris on your wall <laughs> with all those Funko yeah. Pops. Um, so, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll post a picture. Uh, I have it eventually. Already. Yeah, eventually. I keep saying that probably every, every recording <laughs> I we do. And I don't. Um, but yeah, I was stoked about the Okada book. I'm um, stoked, and I didn't even get it. <laughs> but all right, um, it's part of the hot plate. Um, I had actually put down uh, to talk about, um, you know, when Stevie Fierce called you out. Yeah, we already talked oh, about we already that. Already talked about <laughs> that, so we can jump right, right, right into the the women's championship tournament for um, that AEW is hosting. We talked a little bit about that, but yeah. Um, what were your initial reactions like? Because I think they tweeted like, "Oh, tournament's coming up," and then they tweeted the belt really quick, right? Like the a picture of the belt. Did you see that? I did, and it looks good. It's a legit ass belt. Like, it's a legit ass belt. It look it, like belts just need to be simple. Like don't yeah. you know? Don't do what WWE does and make the leather a crazy color. Yeah, just it, like it, a simple just, style. It looks like a wrestling belt. It looks like a wrestling belt. That's all it needs to be, and and that's what it is. Um, so real quick, I have the, um, the bracket in front of me and, uh, okay. let me just go through it real quick at LaSalle on, um, this past Saturday on, on the 5th, August 5th, it was Jessica Havoc versus Leah Vaughn. Le- uh, Leah, what is it? Leah, Leah Vaughn? Is it? Okay. I, I don't, I don't know. Do you know anything yeah. about her? Uh, Oh, not Vaughn Vaughn. Yeah, no, I don't. But she, they tweet or uh, Danny Daniels tweeted mm-hmm. a. Sorry, I was, I was pulling oh, up. I was pulling up a card when you were the, just talking to me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, she's the one who, Danny Daniels tweeted a video, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. of her. Like her the, putting the effort of like kind of setting up like this, get to know me. This is my character. This is my character. She's shot a, she's had her own promo, mm-hmm. like in a studio and or see, house or whatever. Like, like she does like these uh, like segments, right? Right. Like, and she sent it to mm-hmm. Danny Daniels to try to get booked. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why she got booked. And I, Danny Daniels tweeted it out and it was hilarious. Yeah. Because it's... She's was, talking to you in like a very. Was it about toothpaste? And it was about like teeth? yeah, like like making fun of the crowd for not brushing their mm-hmm. teeth, but it was in like a very instructional but kind of condescending way. She's yeah. like, "Well, most of you don't brush your teeth, but it's okay." And like, and like she's talking <laughs> to the like Chicago or Midwest crowd, or yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like t- pretending to talk to the crowd, and she's sitting in like. It was almost like she was doing an instructional video because she's like in front of a desk and mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know what she, she was like t- teaching a lesson almost. Right. Because. Like an instructional video about yeah. how to brush your teeth and dental hygiene. But As if the crowd doesn't know yeah. how to brush their teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, but not, it, no shouting, but just in a very condescending tone, uh, but almost like pretending to be fake and nice, but mm-hmm. still like being very condescending. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, you're right. it was really good. Now that you mentioned that, I remembered, and and I thought I think it was like Danny Daniels, like this is how talent like really gets booked or something. Like he said something like it was the effort that she put into giving that, um, into shooting that video, that yep. promo. Like props to her. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, she lost. Uh, well, it's because so she got booked against Havoc, who's not <laughs> right. losing. Havoc uh, went over on that one. Uh-huh. Uh, the other match was Samantha Heights versus Eva Lise. Ivelisse. And, and Ivelisse went into this show with some heat on her. Did you hear about that? Oh, uh, what happened now? Um, it was a slight... Something with Triple A, let me guess. Uh, no, no, no. Something with Vampiro. No, no, oh, okay. not, none All of right, that never stuff. mind. I'll just let you talk. Um, no, yeah, she... Um, it was something along the lines that she like she tweeted that like she was depressed or she had been depressed for a while. Oh snap, that's not good. And um, and fans were like, oh, you know, depression is a you know it's, it's a serious mental illness. Like we we can all get you you know help you get through it. Or I've been through it. Or this is my experience. Right. Um. So it was a lot of like positive feedback towards her, but she took it as like like oh no, like I just mean like I get depressed once in a while. Like I don't have a mental illness. And then fans were like, whoa, like, we're just trying to, you know, be nice, be helpful. Right. And she was like, well, no, I don't have a mental illness. And, and like, fans didn't really like her response. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, two days prior to the, the tournament. Mm. Um, so, like, at least from the Twitterverse, tw- Twitter world, she was getting some heat. On, yeah. On I think she just might have used, or she might have... But a lot of things took, like, can get missed. Taken the support. To, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's the term mental illness. Yeah. That is, you know, like it's just hard to, uh, and it's hard to define. Like maybe, maybe she thought mental illness meaning like she had something wrong, like or like right, wrong but with it's her. Some, but, like, you but know, it's a, it's something we like at least like you know, um, and I forget his name at the moment. Uh, the main um, singer from Lincoln Park like had just passed away. Also, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know his name either. I mean, I, I, I love the band. I love the songs, but I, I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, that guy. The main singer of Lincoln Park. So, R.I.P. And, and not to deviate too much uh, from, no, please from deviate. the subject, but um, also our boy, uh, Matt Nix. Uh, you know, he, he's been very staying like ever since that occurrence, I think, yeah. or for, for a while. He's always been very positive about... Uh, be open like yeah 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 i agree like reach out like let's talk whatever um and he you know he wasn't afraid to kind of 
poked fun at himself and said, hey, if, if you guys like this video a hundred times, or if you like this status a hundred times, I'll sing, you know, a Aladdin song. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A Whole New World. And at first it was like, okay, it's funny. But then like he explained it in the video once he actually sang the song. That it was, you know, just because you got to try different things and put yourself out there. and Yeah. Um, props you know, and just props to be, and be positive. And, and if uh, that video made somebody smile or whatever, yeah. like, that was all he was shooting for. Maybe so I, th- cool. I think maybe Ivelisse got oversensitive to that term, but yeah. it, I think it was the correct term to use, right? Yeah. Depression is a form of mental illness, right? I think that's a correct phrase mm-hmm. to use. I want to be, be correct here in the way I'm speaking, but maybe she took it as... Maybe she got defensive because she took that term as something like stronger right, it could, than it would yeah. be. I think that's maybe what happened. Um, but yeah, not making a bigger deal than what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she had a good match. I haven't watched it. Um, I'll probably pick up the DVD later on um, at the next uh, AEW show because I do want to watch those matches. Yeah, I'm surprised there's only two. Um, well, I think they're they're trying to make it last for a while. Okay. Right, because the next the next time uh, we get Candice uh, versus. Candice LeRae versus Britt Baker, and then we have Allison Kay versus Rachel Ellering, okay. and that's in LaSalle on October 7th. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is spanning. This might go for a while. Right. You we know, don't get to if see they're always going to be in LaSalle. Uh, any part of the women's tournament until November. Oh, so there is a part in Chicago. There is a part oh, okay. in Bearwood, November 3rd. Uh, we're gonna have. Um, oh, I'm, oh, I'm staring Delilah. at it. Okay, sorry, yeah. the dates are there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, it's all good. Oh man, uh, Delilah Doom That's versus Veda Scott. So Veda Scott will be in Berwyn, and I'm sure you'll enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Sue Young versus um, Kylie Ray. I get to see two of my favorites on this list. Yeah, That's pretty cool. And then after after those dates are up i don't know what what's gonna look what 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 that's gonna look like for yeah. for the next bracket the next phase of the bracket yeah um so yeah it's definitely they're gonna dry it off for a while and i think that's perfectly fine yep uh that means aw has some women on their roster uh last show they had um birdo what do you remember her scarlet name? scarlet yeah mm-hmm. scarlet versus uh samantha heights and okay. That wasn't part of the tournament, but it was just how was that? They had. It was good. It was good. Um, Scarlett could she um, work? She could. Okay. Yeah. Um, is she like Alana or is she above Alana? No, no, she's good. She's been wrestling for a while. Oh, okay. You, you I didn't know that. Tell. Yeah. Okay. Because most of the time that we see her at AEW, she's a valet or just jumping right, into right, the right. matches at sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, but no, she's she's good. Um, she got busted open, um, like through really? I think, like a knee, a knee strike to the mouth, and uh, like she, somewhere along the match was she the was, hard she was, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it wasn't planned, obviously. Okay. Um, but yeah, they had a good match. It was again, it was um, Scarlet versus Samantha Hyde, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, and then not knowing that there's gonna be a constant flow of women coming through, that that that's cool for for AEW, and and you know, good on their end for. We're not just, you know, not just focusing on Chicago, but bringing that to LaSalle and making that different. I agree. All right. So what else do we have here? We, oh, we, we can, uh, I was pulling this up because mm-hmm. we can talk about Blood Feud if you want. Oh, uh, sure. So Blood Feud is a freelance upcoming show. August 18th, Logan mm-hmm. Square Auditorium. It's part of what? We both will be there. We both will be there part of probably now a what like maybe like a three or four show feud between 
St- probably like a three show three show feud between between Stevie Fierce and GPA. Mm-hmm. I'll come into it. it's the rematch, right? Right, because if uh, from last show, um, CCW versus Freelance um, on their so GPA and Stevie Fierce were on the same team against mm-hmm. the CCW team. The way that match ended was Stevie Fierce breaking a, a mirror over GPA's head. Yep, um, and then making the costing the, the team the loss. Yes. So this continues. Which is a great booking. Yeah, which is pretty smart. Booking the next show already. Mm-hmm. And now we have uh, this as the main event. Yep. And if you'll notice on the front poster and on the six-man scramble match, your boys, Two Heel and a Face, are sponsoring those right. those Twitter images. You could say those twit, those twit pics. But yeah, we... Um, kind of the cat's out of the bag right now. Not that it's a bad thing, but we have been working with freelance wrestling. Yeah. Um, really nice people. Really good people, Matt and Jack. And uh, there's going to be big things to come. We're helping each other out in different ways. Um, doing some website stuff for them, enhancing that a little bit. And then they're putting us over when they can. And uh, yeah, it's a start of a, what hopefully is a long and... Lasting relationship. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's all about, you know... The, the reason, you know, we have this podcast is because we enjoy wrestling. We enjoy talking about wrestling. Um, and a big part of it is we enjoy local wrestling. You know, anything that's going on in the Chicagoland area. Um, you know, we haven't traveled far for wrestling. Like, we've, we've been, been very lucky. Spoiled, yeah, you know? yeah, spoil is a good, perfect word. Yep. Um, you know, I think, if anything, maybe going down to Glory Pro or one of those promotions over there or probably in Ohio or something will be something that I would like to do down the road. Mm-hmm. But for now, like, we don't have to go far, right, right to, to catch good wrestling. And Freelance has definitely um, shown that over over the, the past, what, ye- two years? Mm-hmm. Um, at least that I've known of Freelance. Uh, the shows that I've been to, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed. Yep. Um, they are they are different, right? Like, because we go to AEW, I've been to Blitz, uh, we go to Freelance. Um, they all have their own unique way of, of booking or mm-hmm. their, their unique uh, talent roster. Um, so I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, my experience with, with Freelance. Um, and, you know, it's just funny enough that they, they... Not funny enough, but maybe that's not the right word, but the fact that they won the... Our initial bracket tournament, um, the mm-hmm. buffet bracket, the buffet bracket, right? That um, led into um, a, a deeper relationship, and, yep. and for us to just help each other out. So. Yeah, yeah, they are, de- and and that's great. To their uh, a compliment of them is that they're just much different than the other two promote the other two bigger promotions in the Chicagoland area, mm-hmm. um, and that's what we we try to be different on our podcast. They're trying to be different and just different things like different things that they do, the way they book people they use you don't really see anywhere else in some cases so or less and at least anywhere else locally right so um, bringing something different mm-hmm. goes right along with you know wrestling is a buffet yeah i agree and a lot of their a lot of their matches are you you know you'll have funny stuff you'll have serious stuff and like back to back and like your moods change but in a good way they take mm-hmm. you on that roller coaster of just different variety of stuff so very enjoyable a lot of other matches happening on this really quick tag team Match Fatal Four Way, Superiority Complex, which is the tag team champions. Yeah, they were complaining about not getting anyone to wrestle last match, and now they have three other teams to wrestle. Who are they going against? Team Beta. Um, I guarantee that 
Castro. You're wearing a Chris Castro I am, shirt. I am wearing. A Chris I guarantee Chris that Castro shirt. and Nick's are going to run in on that one. Um, running on this match, mm-hmm. zero gravity, which we which we know oh, of. Zero gravity is there. Yep. That's nice. Um, and then and Brew Baker and Kobe Durst is the four team. Um, Eric Cannon is is wrestling Shug D, which should be really good. It's good to see Eric Cannon in a singles match finally. Somebody tweeted at us, I think, uh, or or I saw somebody that we know. I can't remember who. I think it was her buddy Hector, who's like, I don't know who to cheer on this match, cheer the, for on this match on the Sugar D versus. Really? Kevin. Yeah, it's yeah. it's two big baby faces. Probably the, their top two baby right. faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's interesting. It's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting matchup, but I like it. Um, it's intriguing. Uh, Darren Corbin versus Isaiah Velasquez, which I think is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Page versus the Death Machine, Rob Matter, which I don't know a lot about Rob Matter. It seems like a really random matchup, but maybe it's like a chance for Rob Matter to shine, kind of yeah. see what you got. Um, and then there's a six-man scramble, which is sponsored by Two Heels and a Face. Airwolf, he's, a, he's got a mask on. Do you know him? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, Jake Parnell, Cody Rice. So that's the, the guy who's wearing the hamburger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thing. Get up. Alex Olson. What's this guy's name? KLD. I just whoa, I just okay. put my the microphone really close to my mouth. KLD and okay. Sheik Khan Abadi. Don't know those guys. You know, that's that's the thing about but the six men scramble. scramble, right? Mm-hmm. Like they there there's some guys that I don't I don't often know, but um it just works in the psychology of the match and is that's what they kick off the the show with i'm sure it'll be good so yeah, yeah like it's a guaranteed at least for me i think whenever the, they always start with the six-man scramble but going on with that i think it's it's gonna be one of those matches that pick you right off your seat yep. and get you started for the show so i think it, i think it's a credit too to to mad next for um not always booking himself mm-hmm. like he it's, it could be easy like you help run the promotion mm-hmm. so like you could book yourself all the time but he doesn't and he it's pretty unselfish in that way and so he also cool. he also went up against stevie fierce in canada a couple of weeks ago maybe. oh yeah yeah he's right. been doing some traveling too i see yeah yeah mm-hmm. we're facebook friends so. no big deal <laughs> um yeah so that was cool um but yeah i'm excited to see to to well to be there and and and, and watch the show yep seems like it's that's a little be. preview yeah and that's uh, when is that? That's uh, August eighteenth. Eighteenth. It's a Friday. It's a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think. Yes. All right. So yes. this weekend blitz. Next weekend freelance. And then. And then following that, it's the the August thirty first, which is AEW's defining uh, moment. They mm-hmm. have some really fucking wicked posters, like really cool posters. AEW. This has been like an awesome year of posters for them. I don't. That's just mm-hmm. a side. That's just a <laughs> sidebar. No reaction from the crowd on that one. I was. I was trying to look it up, but I got I it up. I got it up. I, Phoenix versus Sammy. Mask versus title match. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier versus OI4K. And I think they're making their debut on Impact soon. Maybe right. or maybe it already do, happened. Do you know what they're go- they're going as OVY or OVE? OVE. Yeah. I don't know what it stands for. Me neither. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm excited for them. Um, I wish I could watch it, but I, I don't. I'm gonna be honest, and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch Impact. But I'll, I'll be looking for their matches on a YouTube stream or something like that. Yep. Wow. Um, 
And then on the poster, I don't know if they've announced that this is going to be a match. But on the poster also is Cage, Brian Cage and Jeff Cobb next to each other. I think that's a match. I'm okay. not sure. And then Cody Rhodes is going to be there. I don't know who he's wrestling. AR Fox. And then I, next to each other on the other side of the poster is AR Fox and Matt Riddle. Okay. So fresh matchups that I don't do think, think we've seen. Who do you think Cody Rhodes goes against? Man, that's a great question. I, I, I kind of want to see a Jeff Cobb versus Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be interesting. Um, what about an ACH? And he's, Cody is, Rhodes. I don't know if he's in the card. He yeah. Well, on the poster, I he's think. not on the front. He's not on the main poster, but he could be on the card. I'm not sure. Um, who did um, uh, we the people faced? Jack Swagger, Elgin, uh, Elgin. See, I think Elgin will give him. A they just did that in New Japan, I think. So they right, might I was do say it. That, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Elgin and, and Rhodes. Um, that'd probably be a slobber knocker. But um, I wouldn't mind to see seeing uh, Riddle against him either. Oh, I think that would I be really good. good. I think that would be really good. I think that should do that and instead of AR Fox Riddle, if that's mm-hmm. what they're thinking. Um, I mean, that place is already, it's already sold out, so they can right. do anything. But they if don't you need guys leave us a review, we have an extra ticket to give away. That's true. We're giving away a ticket. The tickets are sold out, and we have one. If you want to go to this and stand in a long line to meet Cody Rhodes, but also <laughs> watch really good fucking wrestling... And see Matt Riddle potentially take on one of these guys. And if you're interested in beer, I'm willing to buy you our Rodello. So. You're going to get a free Modelo with it from us. Uh, but yes, leave us an iTunes review, please. And you have to hashtag Push Paco on that review. Remember oh, that? That's right. We're still doing that. Uh, our boy Push Paco. Um, is he on the card at all? Do you know? Uh, I don't think so. No. We'll see. Um, announced for the Jim Lyman Memorial Tournament. Oh, we got announcements on that. Michael Elgin, AR Fox, Eddie Kingston, who's still wrestling. I'm, is he like, what's going on with that? Uh, oh, because you weren't at the, at the last show, right? Oh, what did he say? Um, well, His no, head's he, okay. He went against uh, Star. Yeah, how was that? Um, it was it was Eddie Kingston versus Star. And I, I think quit match. It was, yeah, it was an I quit match. Um, near the end, uh, or building up to the finish, um, Jeff Cobb interfered in that match. Oh, he turns like heel, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and he helped out Star to pretty much knock him out, put him through a table, I think. Okay. Um, and then um, there was a no like no response from Eddie Kingston, so they called it. Yes. Yeah, so oh, but he didn't it. quit. He didn't say I quit. What a babyface so. finish that is. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. His whole thing is a bit confusing to me. You know, after, after the agree. the the really you know good promo or not. I guess good if it's, you know, a work. Like, he made me believe that, oh, shit, he's really injured. Yeah. Um, and, and seeing him in the ring again and no real explanation, like, it's just blurry. And yeah, it is what it is. But um, I'm just also not a fan of his uh, gear. Like, his yeah. bottom pants makes me feel like. Oh, was he wearing those? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. wearing those. And I'm like. No, don't do that. Like, <laughs> like go with you know the, the the street brawler outfit or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, um, we'll we'll see we'll see what that what happens in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Matt Fitchett's in it. This could be a big singles push. Matt Fitchett, mm-hmm. ACH, Brian Cage, Myron Reed, Jeff Cobb. 
those are who, who's announced so far for Jim the JLM. So, after er, those names, no wait, the Jim early early the JLM JLMT. Um, who, who takes it? Just you know, let's go right into it. Who wins it? <laughs> Last year, Chris I'm thinking, Hero won it. I'm just like thinking of people that need it. Like, like it would be cool to see Reed and Fitchett go far because. Mm-hmm. They have, I think, like, if you're looking at people who have a longer future with AAW, right? Mm-hmm. Fitchett, Reed. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if Cobb has any any talks with NXT or anything like that. Like, he's a guy who, who could go. But I'm just thinking of, like, people who, like, mm-hmm. might be wrestling AAW for another year, right? Like, maybe Cobb. Um, Cobb I, I don't think Elgin good. needs it. No. I don't think ACH. I think Fitchett. Fitchett is, it, it's... For an early pick, I think Fitchett is the one. He's an under. He's an early underdog, though. He was going in. He's gonna go into that as an underdog, mm-hmm. um, and be like that scrapper. And and, but then also you you have the lingering uh, Davey Vega, right? Like, is he gonna be? Is he part of the tournament? Uh, well, they haven't announced him yet. That these aren't all the guys. They should put Vega in it, and they should and have them meet in like the second yeah. round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Um, I'm gonna go with Cobb. I'm gonna say Cobb early. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's that's just upcoming. We're just filling time here by announcing <laughs> so much good stuff that we're all going to go to, and you can all meet us because right. we're so popular, right? <laughs> uh, so last but not least, we're um, we're going out to uh, Black Label Pro. This is their first show, um, and they have a they're, they're building a tournament to their championship, right? Their yeah, title? it's in what Crown Point, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Martine from Wrestling with Unicorns is helping out, I think, with this show. He might be doing a little, what, ring announcing? Uh, I think so, yeah. He's doing a ring announcing. He's uh, the Howard Finkel of the show. <laughs> he is. So, yeah, we got to get him a Howard Finkel. I don't know if Howard Finkel has a T-shirt, but <laughs> with Wrestling with Unicorns. Howard Finkel cars. should have a Howard. He should have a T-shirt. Right? He could still make money. Has all those yeah, stores. probably. We got to check those out. Um, but this show is in September, so it's it's quite um, some time from now. But uh, so far in the poster, um, I saw GPA, Keith Lee, uh, Blue Pants. Do you remember Blue Pants? I remember Blue Pants, yep. Um, super crazy. Sandman will be there. Hopefully, I will redeem myself and get another beer. Oh, the redemption <laughs> beer. Um, and so the, the attraction, oh, Mordecai. Did you hear the pod, the podcast with uh, Cabana and Mordecai? Who is that? Um he kind of so think of an undertaker but all dressed in white okay um i i didn't see much of him while i was watching wrestling i I don't think he was but i i knew of him was he in wwe um he was in wwe okay i must have missed whatever yeah i don't know if it was wwf or wwe Uh um but he so he's gonna be there he was one of the first ones that was announced um, but the one that I'm looking forward to see is that Matt Riddle versus Tom Lawler. Yeah, both former UFC fighters, right? Yeah, that's really that's cool. Gonna be really is good. this going to be the first both, first one? Yeah, both former UFC fighters wrestling match. I think so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, um, the tickets are really cool. I got them right here on my desk. That's in arm's length distance. You picked them up from Martin himself. Uh, no, you did. Oh. oh. You well, no, you paid Martin, I, yeah, and then exa- exa- yeah, only fifteen dollars admission, mm-hmm. cheaper than most. The darkest timeline championship tournament, phase one. That's a very long name. Um, Crown Point, Indiana, Saturday, September twenty third, and it's at one p.m. Oh, I wonder if there's anything happening. I have to go to on. something after that in the afternoon, so we got to drive oh. back after. Okay. Yeah. 
Cool. I'm assuming you're driving once again. Yeah, I'll probably drive it. This <laughs> <one>. <laughs> you, you drove to LaSalle last time, so. Oh, that's true. Trip. That's true. Uh, but yeah, the tickets are really cool. They're kind of like a, a larger business card <laughs> that you can kind of like hold in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Cool. So those are the shows that we're going to. That's some of the stuff that's going on in the Midwest indie scene. Um, and last but not least, let's just have some dessert, bro. What are we going to eat for dessert? For dessert, I just have an update on the Wrestling Fantasy League. Two heels and a face. Two heels and a face Wrestling Fantasy League. Uh, Wait, there was something else I wanted to say really quick, and now I can't think of it. Oh, hey, I watched UFC UFC 214. Oh, this is the Cormier? Uh, Cormier, John Bones Jones. I I didn't watch the match. Yeah, it was uh, was good. It was real good. I'm totally in for UFC fights if Mm -hmm. I can only, if I only pay like 10 bucks to watch it because there's like eight other people in the room. Okay. (laughs) Um, but uh, Cormier and John Bones Jones. Actually, every every fight on that card was good, except for the Tyrone Woodley fight, which broke the record, shattered the record for least amount of strikes thrown in a UFC fight. Oh wow! It put it literally put me to sleep. Yeah, I had a, I had like I had an early morning that day, and then I started drinking IPAs at my buddy's place in Lombard, mm-hmm. and. I was like leaning up against, like I was sitting on the ground, like leaning up against this couch because there's a lot of people there and not yeah. enough chairs, and that I fell asleep during that fight. Literally, like I can say, <laughs> people say like these, like some sometimes UFC or boxing like puts them to sleep. It literally mm-hmm. put me to sleep. Oh wow! Yeah, but uh, John Bones Jones called out Brock Lesnar at the end. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and that's really cool. That might happen like a year from now, a so, year from today, or something like that. So you, you do you think Brock Lesnar walks away after after uh, SummerSlam? Uh, yes. From WWE? I think he goes back to UFC. You don't think uh, he does both? Like he did that one time with... Oh, he might. Yeah, he could do both. I mean, I think he has it down. Like He could do both, but... I don't think he'll wrestle again before he fights in the UFC. Right, I think he If needs, that makes so, sense. So, okay, I guess we're... So the next question is, he drops the title no matter what. He drops the title no matter what. It's going to be Braun. Well, leading on to um, the wrestling... Let's get back to financial wrestling. Yes, I just wanted to say that. Um, so thank you, you picked up Braun the last couple of weeks. Why are you letting Braun Strowman just sit out there in the waiver <laughs> wire, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good pick. <laughs> I can't complain. I couldn't believe... I don't know who dropped him. It wasn't you, but... Uh-uh. But he was out there just chilling on the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I picked him up. I'm in third place right now. But yeah, go through the standings, if you will. Right, so... Um, so we'll go from last to first. Um, last play is Alan, um, my my friend that I'm trying to get to go to Blitz with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I, and I put on on this here. I put I put the top three um, wrestlers that have been scoring more points for for their respective teams. So his top three are Matt Hardy, Dean Ambrose, and Jeff Hardy. He's got he's team tag team. He's got the Hardys, the Hardys, the Usos, one half of the club, and he's got Dean Ambrose. So and then uh, we have Jonathan, uh, who's Ministry of Funness. He's uh, he's he's the brother of Martin. Right, wrestling with brother of uh, yeah, mm-hmm. wrestling with pandas or something. Um, <laughs> uh, he has Sheamus, Banks, and Bliss as his top three. Alexa um, Bliss, Alexa Bliss, only two hundred and one points. If like to put that in a comparison, Nakamura has two thirty one. Um. Akira Tozawa, which we'll get to, has two seventy. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh, I said that was a lot. That was my Alexa saying. Oh, that. you yeah. said Alexa. I said I her said name. Her Bl- name, Mrs. Bliss. Yes, <laughs> um, that's happened to me before. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is Alexa Bliss doesn't. Oh, I just said it again. <laughs> okay, it didn't go off. She doesn't have that many points, uh-huh. and she's a champion. 
uh, compared to some other people. Um, so there's something to say about the cha- like the person chasing the title can get more points in in this, right. in this league. And uh, so uh, and we'll get to Martin because his list is interesting too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Spencer's team. Uh, this is your friend Spencer. Have I met Spencer before? No, no, no. no I've either. only met him. I've only met him briefly at AEW shows, but we like we talk on Twitter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he lives in Milwaukee, works oh, for a radio okay. station, and yeah, he travels down here to AEW because it's that damn good. All right, and he has Corbin, Cesaro, and Owens. Cor- he has Corbin, so possible yeah. cash in and then a title win. So he could jump a oh. lot at at the finale yeah. of this season at SummerSlam. So we should watch out for him. Uh, then we have... Uh, he's not that far behind, actually. We're no, all pretty close to each other. Yeah. We're, he's in fourth. He's in fourth, but then then, then you're on third. 1,100 points. Chuck the champ. I got the title right here in front of me. <laughs> Literally I'm gonna in front of me. put that on for a second. And now he's going to put it on his shoulder. Drinking um, in, man. And you are leading with AJ Styles, The Miz, and Braun Strowman. I just picked him up too. Oh well, it counts points that it counts his former yeah. points too. Um, um, it doesn't count former points, does it? No, it doesn't. But like, but he's done plenty since you picked him right, up. Right, right. Actually, if you were, well, actually, like since I just picked him up, actually, he's not my third leading scorer then, because he has he's only got like a week or two worth of points for me. So my I've had AJ who has three hundred and one points. Is he the leading scorer in the whole week? He is. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Three hundred one. Um, yeah, he was my first round pick. I've I've had the Miz since the start, and then um, a mixture of Kofi Kingston, Big E. They won the titles. Charlotte, I've had Charlotte Flair, I've Mustafa Ali, Chicago guy. But those 156 points that Braun has accumulated over the season, like not all of those have gone oh, to me. Is what okay, I'm trying so, to say. So the 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 way they're um, ranked is by the most. Po- Total points accumulated in the league, not yes. since you've picked them up. Not since I picked them up. Got Correct. it. All right. So then I'm in second place. The Psycho, Psycho Killers. Killers. Um, I have Roman Reigns. That was a straight up like move stolen from Ace Martino. Like he picked up Roman Reigns at some bro, point. Bro, bro, I'm holding this title because of <laughs> Roman Reigns. He was on my team last season. Oh, oh was he? You gotta get him. Yeah. You gotta get him in fantasy. Like you uh, may not like him, but but the he's going to score you the points. Yeah. Big dog scores points. Um, I have uh, Nakamura and Jinder Mahal. Uh, so this is, um, for me, I think, so does, who's, uh, you're looking at the list. Who has scored the most points uh, versus Nakamura and Jinder? Is it? Jinder Mahal has 196. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura has 231 points and, and they're going against each other at SummerSlam and wrestling against each other at SummerSlam so, so does that guarantee a title win it doesn't guarantee it def- a title defense is less points than a title win like you then mm-hmm. a person winning the title right okay. or taking the title off of someone so you're I gonna you're gonna score points it. either way yeah um but uh I think Nakamura is gonna win and get cashed in on mm-hmm yeah, that's that's what I'm afraid of. I think the train, I think that the the Punjabi train is slowing down. Uh, but hey, 196 points—that's good. And I don't, I think you got him pretty late, right? Because no one wanted to draft him, so I think uh-huh. you got a lot of good value in him by drafting him in like maybe the fourth round because no one wanted yeah, him. Yeah, I think he was a even though he was like the champ, no one wanted him. Um, um and then uh, first place still—he's been staying in first place for a while—is. Uh, Wrestling with Unicorns, Unicorn Army, Martin. Mm-hmm. He yep. has Neville. Neville has been his top scorer. He's had him 
since the beginning. I don't think he's ever he traded anybody. You think he's no, no. He has, and that's smart. He has three people for who wrestle on two hundred five live and raw. Uh huh. So you get points for both. So he has Neville, Tozawa, and, and then Samojo. and well, yeah, Samojo is his third third leading score, but he has Cedric Alexander too. Oh. Um. So actually, he's got a really good team. Um. And then rounds it off with Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and Tyler Breeze. So, but it, he he's teamed cruiserweight, mixed mm-hmm. in with some Samoa Joe. But uh, I mean, it's smart. It's getting it's smart. points, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody went for main roster top guys or whatnot. He, yeah, I, I can't. I actually can't believe how close we all are. If you look at it, like one Martinez has eleven eighty four. You have eleven thirty three, and I have eleven hundred. And Spencer's not far behind me at ten forty nine. Right. Like this is usually it's one guy kind of runs away with it or it's uh-huh. like two guys, but this has like three maybe like a Spencer Wynn can trickle down everybody else. Right. Um so it's gonna be real close, I think, come SummerSlam. But it's fun. Um I enjoy are we it. doing are we doing anything for SummerSlam? I don't Do have, have anything plans? planned. Um when is that? The is it the That's cl- isn't 20th? it really close? Yeah, it's because we st- we have a week, so it's the twentieth. Okay. Um, so that's really close. Yeah, I don't know um, if you want to go over my house or you want to go somewhere. I know Sarah and Marty are going to Anthem. They're hosting a, a SummerSlam party over there. What is that a place? Is that a bar? Yeah, it's a bar. Anthem. Anthem. Uh, it's North Side somewhere. I think I'd be down for that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that either. Um, so we'll 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 plan that out. Let you yeah. guys know. Join us. Let us know what you're doing for SummerSlam. Yeah. Tweet us. Tweet us what you thought about this episode. Leave us a review. Hashtag push Paco if you want to go see Cody Rhodes wrestle someone really cool in Berwyn Eagles Club. It's a it's a venue with a lot of character, and that crowd is going to be rowdy. That's I, for sure. I already know that. Um, do you have any closing statements? Um, I don't. I think uh, we will be. Uh, podcasting soon to recap all the shows that we're going to be going to. Yeah, we're going to have a lot coming up. Um, I'm going to have a lot more free time upcoming um, in terms of like work schedule. And this Sunday we're going. Oh, this Sunday we're going to be at the Maxwell Street Market, Chicago, Illinois. That's uh, right. We're going to get some Ruby's tacos. We're going to be there early. Um, so if you're there, you know we'll probably be repping some wrestling shirts. Come get tacos with us. Say hello. Sounds about right. I'll um, wear my the one and only shirt that we have so far of uh, two heels and a face. Yeah, uh, we'll have. Some we have shirt. one shirt printed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was a test run, so it, it looked okay. Run. So we'll 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 figure out what we're, how we're gonna distribute those. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, I think this is good. Yeah, thank you for coming over, and thank you all everyone for listening. Um, you can two follow heels, us. Yeah, twoheelsandaface.com is our website. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Heels and a Face. Facebook, Two Heels and a Face. Um, what are other plugs? iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, you can reach Tinder. Charlie. What? No. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're on Tinder. <laughs> I'm not on that. Um, just, but that's yeah, a bad uh, joke. That's uh, Charlie is on Twitter. Chuck underscore Colorado. I yep. am compadre Chris. And we'll see you next time. Thanks Talk for joining. Talk to you next time.